Welcome to the Abundant Grace Podcast, where we discuss the gospel, freedom in Christ, and victorious Christianity. My name is Emily Lewis, and I am so honored that you are here. Sometimes Christianity can feel complicated or become heavy. I'm here to lighten that load. I pray that the chats had on this broadcast will empower and encourage you in your walk with Jesus. Hi there, friend. Welcome to this bonus episode of the Abundant Grace Podcast. Today, I want to talk about three reasons why I think Christians downplay why it is that they downplay what God says about them. Because I've heard conversations downplaying that we are worthy in Christ or that we are his beloved. And I really think that that's a tragedy because we're missing out on something when that gets downplayed. So wanted to take this episode while it's fresh on my mind, fresh on my heart and record it and get it into your ears. I think it's so important for us to be reminded of who God is and who God says that we are. Right before I get into the three reasons and kind of break that down, I want to make sure that you heard that I'm hosting a class next Thursday on legalism, on breaking free from legalism. And that really is the perfect image to have in our minds when it comes to trying to earn God's favor by following the law. Paul talks about this in Galatians and he talks about the bondage of legalism. He doesn't use the word legalism, but the bondage of that. So we want to break free from that so that we can grow in grace and walk in freedom. The class will cover how we can identify where legalism, that earning, that trying to earn God's acceptance manifests itself in our lives and how we can flip the script on that and preach the gospel over ourselves and learn to rest in Christ. This is a free class, so go grab your ticket at yourrelationshipwithgod.com slash legalism class. I can't wait to see you there. I can't wait to just bask in God's love and explore what freedom in Christ practically looks like. So now jumping into the three reasons why Christians downplay what God calls them. Number one is they don't understand who is speaking this over them. I think we get the idea that when someone speaks out affirmations over us, like we hear some contemporary like non-denominational type pastors, sometimes they just speak, you know, you are enough and God calls you chosen and beloved and, and these things. And we look at them as fluffy, like they, they're just a motivation. They just kind of hype us up a little bit. And in our pursuit of truth, we kind of shun that and go, "Mm, I'm not going to trust that because I, I don't trust who it's coming from. But actually, 
that person, maybe whoever like comes to mind for you, maybe they are speaking like motivational speeches or promoting a, like a motivational type book, but that doesn't negate the fact that it's true that you are beloved. You are chosen. Those things are actually spoken out by God over you. And God doesn't speak in half truths. Man, sometimes, you know, we get it half right or we kind of got it, but then we miss the like application of it. But God, he is 100% truth. What he says about you in his word, what he calls you, we can bank on that because that is him. He is perfect. The words he speaks are perfect. So when the creator of the universe declares something that something is you, declares that good, we can believe him. Number two, I think Christians downplay what God calls them because they get bogged down in their unworthiness. Like, woe is me. I'm not enough. I failed again. Like this self deprecation, like shaming and guilting ourselves. Like, why did I do that again? I am so like fill in the blank, whatever the things that we believe about ourselves that somehow we think God has signed off on when in fact he's given us Jesus's righteousness. That is what we can continue to rest in is our identity that he has given us. You know, there's a picture that's painted with the gospel through creation and the fall and redemption and restoration in the future. The restoration is the future. Um, The redemption is something that Jesus did and gives to us right now. But we can forget about the redemption that he's doing in our hearts and has done because he's given us Jesus's finished work. And if we forget that, we get stuck in the fall and the woe is me. I am so unworthy to be a vessel for God or I'm so unworthy of his presence. And while it is true that we are not enough on our own or we are broken sinners in need of a savior. Like that's all true. But Jesus has ransomed us. He traded places with us and gives us his righteousness. That is who you are. You are not the fallen person. I hope that came out clearly and makes sense. The third one is They don't understand what would change if you really believed what God speaks over you, what the identity God has given to you. So I feel like defining identity. So there are so many different things in this world and in religion that try to define us and tell us who we are, but your gospel identity Your God-given identity is whose you are. Who do you belong to? You belong to 
the creator of the universe, uh, the king of kings, the Lord of lords, that is your father. That's who you belong to. And you are defined by that. That relationship defines you. And that's really important to draw on that when we're talking about like, why does this conversation matter? Because it's our very core. It's our identity. What does God say about us? And how can we be believing that practically in our days, like walking it out? So if we don't understand how this transforms our life, it's easy to say, oh, somebody talking about being beloved and chosen again. And understand there can there needs to be a place for other things, other theology, not just you are beautiful, you're a beautiful daughter of God. That it can't be the only thing. But this stuff can change our hearts and absolutely transform us. So while some people do like throw around the truth and not let it change them. We can't let that discounted, somebody else discounting the truth of who God is and who you are change that it can impact and change you. So if people don't really understand what they've done or what they will do does not define them, they will continue to shy away from what God speaks over you and what God has given you. So what does change when you know who you are in Christ, when you know your security in him? Well, when you know how loved you are, you want to please and give back. It does inspire action. It's not us sitting on our hands. I'm so loved and this is amazing. No, it does stir in us to love God back. And because he loves us, we, we can love others. And as a caveat, sometimes it will inspire rest. It doesn't always inspire more busyness or doing more, but God's love will motivate us, motivate us to change, to grow, to give back, to reach out, to connect with the Holy Spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to change us further. When you know whose you are and that you are loved and that God provides, it just changes everything about how you go about your day, right? Like Jesus has given us his victory. We don't have to spend time striving and trying to win. There's such a different, can I say energy with trying and striving and being like, I have to prove this or I have to earn this or I have to, I have to get the victory over this versus Jesus has conquered death. Jesus has conquered sin and he is giving me his victory and he has won the battle and he is the one fighting for me and he is enough for me. He is our portion and we are in his inheritance. Those are truths. Like, I don't know. I didn't have a list of affirmations and things that God has speaking, spoken over us. But there's some more for you. Like, just to bask in. Because that will change your life. So pick one. Let it, like, seep in. Study it out. See where God says it. Don't get bogged down in your unworthiness. And then let it transform you from the inside out. Knowing how secure you are, how loved you are 
And don't let anybody take that joy from you. Don't let anybody take that security and that that identity away from you. They can't steal the identity. Don't let them downplay it. Don't don't downplay it in your own heart and mind. Press in. God is almighty. He is all powerful and all wise. And these are things he says about you. You know, every time that I talk about this topic or I think about or listen to songs about who I am in Christ, like Maverick City has like Champion and Jaira. They're just life, breathing life over you, your gospel identity. I hope that it has shifted your perspective, lit you up a little bit today and giving you a little more pep in your step. And we will talk about this more, I'm sure, on upcoming podcasts and, of course, in the uh, Break Free from Legalism class. Until then, I hope you have an awesome rest of your week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Abundant Grace podcast. I would love it if you would share this episode with a friend so that they can hear this encouragement and be empowered in their walk with Jesus as well. It would also mean the world to me if you would leave a rating and review on Apple for the Abundant Grace podcast. It really does make a world of difference in getting this podcast into other people's ears so they can be equipped in their relationship with God as well. As always, I would love to hear your thoughts on this week's episode. You can find me hanging out on Instagram, emily.abundantgrace, or you can send me an email, hello at emilyklewis.com. That's emily, the letter K, L-O-U-I-S.com. And until next week, remember that God's grace abounds and won't ever run out.